The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Gee, Grace Notes, where would I be without them? <laughs> Terrible. Yes, welcome. This is the Big Rap Show podcast. Welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. And you actually catch me mid-practice, actually. I was out here prepping for the podcast and just decided to lift this out of squeaky thing. Uh, yeah, called a practice chanter as I throw it on top of a pile of drumsticks. Did you hear that? Yeah, there you go. Yes, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. So welcome. Each and every week we talk about that great instrument that we all know and love, the great Highland bagpipe. So if it's got piping around it, near it, or even looks at it halfway sideways, then we are the show for you. Covering everything in the bagpiping world, be it competitive piping and drumming, which is our kind of lifeblood of our show, or it can be from the Celtic and folk music scene or all of that stuff. If it has pipes in it all, we are the show for you! And another week has rolled around, and I have to say hello to all of our brand new listeners. Yes, hello! I don't know where you've all came from, but last week, actually, we seen a huge jump in our numbers. So, hello, everyone. Uh, if you've only just discovered our podcast, I don't know where you've all came from. Uh, but, yeah, a load of you actually tuned in last week on our podcast, Knowing When to Quit. So, if you're tuning in this week for the first time, then... um. Yeah, where have you been? Uh, we've been doing this for quite a while now. Over a hundred odd episodes now. Oh, cheekers. And we're still going strong. And this week's topic of the week, uh, kind of give it away by the title of this episode, as we do every week. We title the episode with the topic of the week. So there you go. Grand, so you know what we're going to be talking about this week's topic, but we'll get to that. First of all, let's get through the domestics, shall we? The normal stuff that we always do with every podcast out there has domestics. And uh, we are no different. Yes, we have a Patreon page. Yawn, like every other podcast in the world out there, yes, we have a Patreon. If you would like to help support us, then you can do. You can go along and visit the Patreon forward slash Big Rab Show. And yeah, click support over there and become part of the Patreon faithful, as we call you guys. And yeah, if you want to get your hands on loads of extra piping content, then that's where it's going to live. We've got some real special plans coming forward for this year, for 2020, and uh, some real cool exclusive stuff that's just going to live exclusively on Patreon. It's not going to go anywhere else. It's not going to go on our Fuse FM show. It's not going to come here to the podcast or anywhere else for that matter. It'll live only on Patreon. So if you want to see exclusive backstage interviews, video performances, as well as episodes of Rab Show Plus up there as well. Yeah, episodes of Rab Show Plus. 
they're all up there. Uh, just tons of great stuff locked back there in the back room of Patreon. So if you would like to go and get like, your hands on some of that exclusive stuff, then you can do. But if not, don't worry. There are other ways you can help support the show by helping support them and support us. Yeah, we have ongoing promotions with the Piper's Dojo. I think we might have mentioned it at least once or twice on the show. Yeah, if you are interested in picking up a Dojo Premium subscription, then you can take out a test drive of Dojo Premium for just $1. $1 for 30 days worth of a test drive. Now, that drops the entire paywall. Like, you get access to everything. There's nothing locked behind, oh, you need to pay $50 extra. Nope. $1, 30 days, the doors come off, everything's open. So you have access to your live one-to-one lesson lessons. You get all the Facebook groups and everything that you would expect from Dojo Premium. You can get it for $1 worth of a test drive. Try it out for 30 days. If you like it, great, then keep it going. But if not, then, hey, what have you lost? You've lost a dollar. And if anything, I guarantee you, during those 30 days worth of your dojo premium experience that you're going to pick something up that will help your plan trust me and then you'll get hooked and you'll want to stay because the guys at the piper's dojo they really know what they're doing so yeah go and check it out bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo plus don't forget to check out our promotions with rhythm monster yes the good guys Michael Eagle and the guys of Rhythm Monster. Yeah, we have a special promotion with them. Of course, our promo code, which is Big Rab Monster. If you're going to sign up at the checkout, you'll get money off just by listening to the podcast. So type in that special promo code, Big Rab Monster, and you get money off. What's not the love? There you go. Okay. We're going to get into the thick of it. It's been quite a busy week, actually, in the bagpiping world. You may think this is February now. Sure, what's really happening? Ugh, sure, nothing really is. Everyone's just going to band practice two or three times a week and learning their MSRs. Uh, well, yes, that is happening. Everyone around the world is furiously in band practice and band halls uh, two or three nights a week. And, um, yeah, a lot of you are finding the struggle very real. Now, we did get a lot of messages uh, following last week's show that we were talking to a lot of people who were actively thinking of quitting. Yeah, in case you missed it, last week's podcast was Knowing When to Quit. And we spoke about, you know, how your health and your family relationships, your relationship with... uh, Uh, the RSPBA and the whole scene in general if it's not fun and also relationships with alcohol and your job and you know a lot of different things can factor in there with wanting to quit and wanting to hang the sticks up and one thing that I didn't mention on last week's podcast a lot of people pointed out to me to say well this would be a valid reason to quit is that if you hate your band if you hate the band that you're playing in, I, kind of, I suppose that does kind of fall in whether it's fun or not. It is supposed to be an enjoyable hobby, this. You know, we are supposed to play music and enjoy playing it with the people, you know, we like being around. So if you don't like the band you're with and you don't like the people that are surrounding you, then perhaps, yeah, I would kind of see the argument from people coming through saying, well, Rab, what if you hate the band you play with? Is that worth pulling the plug? Um... Yeah, (laughs) interpersonal relationships do kind of count in your overall enjoyment of this hobby. So, yeah, if you can't get on with the people standing next to you in line in the circle, then you really going to want to stand there? You know what I mean? It's a voluntary thing. Nobody's paying you to be there. So, hey, but what I would say is don't turn your back on the music altogether. Perhaps... 
go to another band or I don't know, look at a different avenue of playing and maybe competing isn't your thing. Maybe you just want to go out and start playing in a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band or something. I, I don't know. I'm just clutching straws now. But what I'm saying is, yes, interpersonal issues do happen and yes, it's a valid reason to want to quit. But don't turn your back on the music as a result. People are people and, you know, we constantly argue and fight and bicker. But the music's still there. The music doesn't change. And that's one thing I'll put across here on the podcast before we get into any of these topics and the news stories and all that stuff, is that this is all about the music, all right? People keep asking me, oh, why do you do this podcast? If anything, we talked about this on Fuse this week. People ask me constantly, well, why do you do this radio show thing? Why do you do the podcast? Do you want to be famous or something? No, I don't. If anything, I'm quite the opposite, (laughs) I'm quite happy to hide here behind a microphone and stuff, and then nobody sees me. Um, But, yeah, I'm here to try and promote and help push our amazing music as far and as wide as possible to show people just how awesome and incredible our music can be and just how talented our musicians are. I'm extremely passionate about this music, and that's why I do this show. So that's the motivation. And that's what I would tell you guys as well. When considering when to quit, don't turn your back on the music. Maybe hang up the pipes for a while, throw the sticks in the corner for a week or two, get some perspective. And then if pulling the plug really is for you, then fine. Um, So that's maybe my best advice. But yeah, just don't turn your back on the music at all because the music will still stay the same, even though the people won't. You know, anyway, there you go. Very philosophical. If you are interested in wanting to know what the heck I'm talking about, then listen to last week's episode when we talked all about knowing when to quit. (laughs) So there you go. All right, let's get into the, yeah, listener mail. Each and every week we ask you guys to email us in. And uh, yeah, like I said, there was a number of emails, but a number of people did want to remain anonymous who were considering quitting. And that was the same reason that they hated the band they played for. So there you are, guys. I hope I managed to keep it relatively anonymous and I didn't, I didn't identify anyone. Uh, but yes, that's my advice. So let's get into some other little bit cheery uh, listener mail. We got one from John Bell. He said, Hi, Rob. I've been listening to the latest episodes. Great work as always. I love hearing about the piping scene all around the world. Just a quick shout out to my mate Fergus Bryce on his charity fundraiser at the National Piping Centre. I wish I could be there for it. Regards from Australia. Keep up the good work, John Bell. John Bell! You legend. And yes, a proper shout out to Fergus Price, actually. We did mention his charity fundraiser on a previous episode, so good shout, actually. So yeah, shout out to Fergus. And yeah, we do want to have more details on that charity fundraiser, actually, as it's getting closer. So how to donate and how to go to it and all of that stuff. Very interesting. So yeah, I'll be keeping my tabs on that one. So yeah, shout out. Thank you, John, for your email. Next one comes from Phil. He said that, like most people from other small countries, how upset do Scots get when people refer to Britain as England? We can be a bit sensitive when we are forgotten, or God forbid, lumped in with Australia. Uh Uh-oh, was this something Rab got wrong? Uh Uh-uh. If you can manage it, please mention New Zealand when you're listing pipe band associations. We think we're doing quite well. (laughs) Yours insensitivity, Phil. <laughs> yes, the New Zealand Pipe Band Association are doing quite well. And uh, I don't know, did I lump New Zealand in along with New Zealand or Australia 
uh, I, I don't know. I do have to make that differentiation. There, you know, New Zealand is a country and so is Australia. So apologies to all you Kiwis down there. If I offended anyone, that could be stuff that Rob got wrong. Yeah, apologies. Whoa, what are the brick? I'm breaking stuff. Ugh, class. All right, moving on. I've got another email. This one comes in from Aaron. He said, hey, Rab, on February 15th, I'm giving an inform... Whoa, can't even read. I'm giving an informational talk to a Methodist men's church group on bagpiping. Ooh, interesting. What are some things that you think I should cover in my talk? I'll be sure to give a plug for the Big Rab Show. Good man, Aaron. Cheers. Uh, also, he says, can you send me a link to Joe Brady's Spotify uh, list of all those pipe band albums? And yes, I managed to send Aaron a list, that, that link, the Spotify link. Have you guys been checking that out, by the way? I don't know. We I, we started a bit of a podcasting about favorite pipe band recordings. And uh, obviously, we give you a top five list. And the legend, that is Mr. Joe Brady, created a Spotify playlist of all of these. And you can go now. And just have a listen. It's so amazing. It's simply brilliant. So we, we've put that you know playlist out there on our social media a bunch of times now. Uh, so it's well worth a listen to. You have some of the top class recordings there from 78, from Boghog. And ah, I want to go and listen to it now. Uh, but yes, uh, what should you mention in your informational talk? Well... Obviously, you're going to have to talk about the history of bagpiping, why people love it so much, and what bagpipers actually do. You know, do they stand on street corners and busk all the time, or do they actually compete and talk about the competitive element of it, and the whole musicality of it, and how the likes of a Field Marshal Montgomery medley selection can sound something like a classical music concerto, basically. You know, draw comparisons to other musical genres, and what the bagpiping world does, and also how it branches out into the Celtic and folk music scene. And it's just, there's so much stuff that you could talk about when talking on a very broad range topic of bagpiping. So much how the instrument works, how it's built, how it's created, how people around the world learn it. How it, ah, come on, Aaron, there's just so much. I could write you a novel on just what you could talk about. So, very interesting. Let me know how your talk goes. I would be interested to see uh, you know, what you managed to discuss on that one. So, folks, there you go. We did manage to get tons of listener mail, and actually, this past week or so, uh, so I have to say thank you to everyone. I don't want to sit here and just kind of constantly read through <laughs> emails, but there's one last one that I really want to get through, and uh, this one comes in from a special listener, actually, Baz Brummage, as we know him, is Baron Brummage. Now, he contacted the show saying that a while ago, he created a book called Sludge in the Bidet. Now, this was actually created with stories from all around the bagpiping world, and they were published in a book called A Sludge in the Bidet. There you go. And it was all sold, and the money that was sold from the sale of this book was... Yeah, was sent and to raise money for bone cancer research. Well, Baz Brummage is doing it again. He's going to be releasing a second edition with all new stories. Now, when I say all new stories, the previous book had stories from some of the biggest names in the piping game. And, you know, told some stories of their experience as a band practice, heading to competitions and obviously... drunken nights of debauchery Uh, so this book will be well worth a read but now now we're going to be releasing number two now yes the reason why i'm mentioning it on this week's podcast is because 
Mr. Brummage is now looking for stories. If you guys out there have any kind of a story at all that you think you would like to share with the bagpiping world through this charity fundraising novel or book, then get in contact with him. Yes, his email address, I'll give you his email address, is Barham Brummage, that's B-A-R-H-A-M, Brummage, B-R-U-M-M-A-G-E-1, at sky.com. Or you can contact ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. Now, he's in the process of putting this book together right now, and he has already got a slew of stories from a lot of big names in the bagpiping world. So I'll be keeping an eye out for, yeah, number two, The Slunge and the Bidet. Uh, So, yeah. Very interesting book, very interesting concept, actually, of raising money for charity for bone cancer research. So I think it's a fantastic charity, and yeah, I can't wait to see the second edition. And who knows, I may even submit a story to this. Hmm, it be very entertaining reading. Anyway, so that's a book that you should pick up for your holidays. I think it is still available through Amazon, uh, where, you know, proceeds from the sales still go to the charity, so well worth getting. Uh, but yes, definitely keep an eye out for the second edition of this, and it'll be a second collection of stories. It'll be very interesting. All right. Now, that's listener mail aside. If you would like to help and contrib- contribute to the show, then email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com is the email address. Plus, don't forget, send us in your voicemails. Oh, we haven't had voicemails in a while. So, yeah, send us in your voicemails. Now, let's get into the piping news. One question I wanted to ask everyone out there in bagpiping world is, how are you all getting on with the Big Rab Show challenge? Yes, it's kind of hit a little bit of a a slowdown. Yeah, ever since we had the original that was composed by Eric Evanhouse, of course I'm talking about the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. That tune is simply brilliant. Then, out of the blue came Kerr McQuillan from Boghall and Bathgate, and he managed to record a drum score with this tune. Wow. Uh, so yeah, we had a recording on Highland Pipes, then along came Care, he played his drum score, and then all of a sudden we had Andrew Dye, Honey Boo Boo, managed to re-kinda reinvent the whole thing and change the timing and the phrasing of the whole tune. Simply brilliant. So he re kinda imagined it, rearranged it, performed it for us, and you heard that in a previous episode, and then we had the legend that was that was Cobra. Oh, wow. And he had a drum score for it. So, I, I don't know. Andrew Heinegge, Andrew Dye, Kerr McQuillan, and Patrick. I think Patrick, I think we can't remember his surname now. Ah, dang. Uh, but, yes, the Big Rab Show Hornpipe Challenge has kind of hit a little bit of a lull. Have we reached peak Rab Show Hornpipeness? I don't know. I think the peak or the pinnacle of this would be to actually hear a band playing this. Now, at the minute, we have one solo Highland bagpiping recording of the original hornpipe and one solo Highland bagpiping of the rearrangement by Andrew Dye. So that is kind of cool, but it would be awesome to hear a pipe band playing this. Tenor, bass, snare, and pipes, of course. Wow. So will we get that? Will we ever hit that mark? I don't know. If not, we may have to draw a line under it and then let you guys out there pick your favourite performance, which will be the brand new Big Rab Show podcast theme tune. That's the whole point in this challenge. We have thrown open the doors to you guys to do as you will. You can play this tune with rock guitars and a full orchestra behind you. Be incredibly creative with it. Do with it as you will. And then submit it to us and we'll play it out for you guys. And if you like it, then hey, it could become the brand new Rab Show 
podcast theme tune. So there you go. It is still open. Uh, the doors have not closed yet. So it just has hit a little bit of a lull. I do know there's some people furiously working in the background on this who have various different ideas. Uh, some people inventing like two, three-part harmonies to this and all the rest. It's not for the faint-hearted though. The Big Rob Show Hornpipe's not an easy tune. I have to say, it's not easy, it's not simple, uh, but very catchy and a real toe-tapper. I love that tune. So, there you go. Both versions, actually. Andrew's version and Eric's version, both. I love the pair of them. So, yeah, get creative, folks. And, yeah, if you do want the sheep music, then, yeah, we have shared that out on the Rab Show social media. And we might just do that again, actually. We might put it out shortly. Uh, so, there you go, just to refresh everyone's memory. Okay, let's fly on. Let's get into some actual piping news. I know, 19 minutes into the podcast and I still haven't even got to the piping news yet. Ugh, what am I doing? Okay, shout out to Pasadena Scottish Pipes and Drums who managed to get themselves a brand new shiny set of drums. Now, these things are absolutely incredible looking. Yeah, I think, yeah, they managed to purchase these off shots. I think that's where they came from. <clears throat> could be completely wrong. That could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, but Pasadena Scottish have been uploading photographs of their new sparkly drums sitting in the Pasadena sunshine, and it just looks incredible. So, yes, I wish you guys well. These drums will clearly sound as well as they look, so I'm very excited to see what you guys bring once these new drums hit the grass. Yeah, I can't wait to hear them. So, good luck to you on your brand new buckets. Well done, boys. Class stuff. And, oh, yeah, if you are interested, go and check out Pasadena Scottish social media. Very nice, premier, shiny blue speckle. Ooh, they're lovely. <laughs> yes. Okay. A little bit of exciting news dropped this past week, as always. Yeah. <laughs> Each and every week, some more exciting news launched. Uh, but this week was very interesting. Ross Ainsley. Yes, piping virtuoso Mr. Ross Ainsley from the Celtic music scene will be releasing a brand new album called Vanna V-A-N-A Vanna very exciting stuff now it's been a while since Ross actually released his last solo album so here he is again he now has enough material to release a brand new album now you guys out there can get involved and actually help Ross fund the recording of this album. He's actually put it out there on the website Indiegogo. Uh, so it's kind of a crowdfunding kind of dealio. And you can select various different perks from, you know, actually purchasing a digital download ahead of it actually being recorded. You can get a physical copy. You can get a signed CD. You can go all the way through the different perks and things at different levels of support all the way up to uh, a dinner for four. With Ross Ainsley. How awesome is that? Uh, so, yeah, well worth going along to help support Ross. You can check him out on his social media, of course, Ross Ainsley. It's very easy to find. And um, at the minute, at recording this, his target is £8,000. That's how much it's going to cost him to record the album and get it released. Quite a lot of money. You can understand why he's, you know, went to the crowdfunding route. But looking at the level of support that he's got... So far, he's he's raised about five and a half thousand pounds. So that's not bad. He's really close to his goal, actually. So, hey, go over there, help support this incredible piping talent, and yeah, get your hands on his brand new album called Vanna, V A N A. I can't wait for this. Yeah, I'm a massive Ross Ainsley fan. So yeah, to get hands on brand new music from Ross, 
outstanding stuff. So there you go. Go along to Indiegogo and search for Ross Ainsley and yeah, help him reach his targets of getting his new album off the ground. Interesting. So yeah, once that drops, we'll certainly let you guys know. I think it is due for release around September time, August, September time, I think. Um, depends, obviously, if he hits his funding target and whether he manages to get it recorded. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to give a special shout-out then to Thunderstruck. Yeah! Now, we did mention this this play by David Colvin, obviously telling the life and times of the late, great Gordon Duncan, and he's recently touring in Australia. Now, we did mention this, and, uh, yeah, the reason why we're mentioning it again is because he's over there picking up awards now. Yeah, the play is winning awards. Now, it's already won the Herald Angel Award for Scottish Arts Club Award. That was from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. We know that already. We spoke about it on the show. But now, recently, he's just won the coveted Fringe World 2020 weekly winner for theatre in Perth in Australia. Congratulations to David Colvin. That's simply brilliant. So to see Thunderstruck now travelling internationally like this and picking up awards as well. It's just brilliant to see such an incredible story about a piping legend and it's picking up awards. So it's really putting piping on such, you know, an interesting platform being the world of theatre, which you wouldn't ordinarily think a bagpiper you know, would jump about on stage and start, you know, in the theatre world, but here it is. And it, oh, I've been following this story since since the launch of it, and uh, it's simply incredible to see it going from strength to strength. So well done to David and the guys there at Thunderstruck picking up yet another award. You're showing off now, winning all these awards, guys. Okay, speaking of new albums and Mr. Ross Ainsley's crowdfunding for his, well, another kind of exciting announcement... Um, that some people may not have picked on, but yeah, Ascent are going to be recording their second album. have absolutely no clue what they're calling it but they did upload a photograph on their social media and they put a little caption just saying album two now for those of you who are well connected in the bagpiping world you will see where they're recording it and who their engineer is and that got a lot of people very excited for Ascent's new album because their engineer mr scott wood yeah <laughs> so yeah for those of you who know scott wood obviously he had his scott wood band but he's also piper with skippinish and all that stuff come on scott wood is just a legend in the celtic music scene so here he is now he's helping obviously uh, as yeah he's helping engineer the new ascent album so i can't wait for this second album from ascent it's going to be very exciting stuff so as soon as we hear more details about that Oh, we're going to be all over that. Now, we do remember, I think Ascent actually launched their first album at Pipe and Live, so perhaps this one will get launched at Pipe and Live again. Don't know. I'm just speculating here on rumour, but if you haven't checked out Ascent's first album, by the way, go get a listen to it. Trust me, you'll not be disappointed. Some proper good Celtic music there. Uh, so, yeah, Ascent, going to be recording album number two. 
Now, we're talking about Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton. Uh, well, not Ali Hutton, but yeah, Ross Ainsley. He's now going to be joining forces with his partner in crime, Mr. Ali Hutton, and they're going to be touring. Symbosis, the spring tour of 2020. Yeah, they've released a whole bunch of dates, actually, through the month of February through to the end of March, all through Scotland. Now, I think uh, was it the Glassell Hall show was already sold out. It's the 14th of March. But yeah, you can check out Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton's website and their all that sort of stuff. Your social media, well worth checking out. Now, I think for all of their gigs, they're also going to be supported by Jen Butterworth. Ooh, proper decent. So yeah, this is going to be one gig worth catching. And who knows, the Big Rab Show may go there too. Yeah. Now, you can go and check out all their different box offices and ticket informations and stuff to go and check out Ross and Ali on tour. Symbosis, you're going to want to go and check them out. Trust me, these guys know how to put on one heck of a show. So there you go. Uh, the Symbosis Spring Tour, the dates are up there now. Okay. I have to give a shout out to Craig Murhead. You guys know Craig very well. I don't need to tell you who he is. Um, yes, Piper Extraordinaire has launched his own personal business Facebook page. And I just wanted to give him a plug on the show. You need to go and check him out, Craig Moorhead, and go and give him a thumbs up and tell him Rab sent you. There you go. That's all I really wanted to say on that. Okay. I wanted to get into some actual piping news that has recently affected a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm going to be talking about what happened over social media over this past week. Well, that's where all good news stories start, isn't it? Social media... Uh, yeah, a local district councillor from Causeway Coast and Glens Council here in Northern Ireland put out a message on his Facebook page to say after some confusing it has after some confusion it has been confirmed by the Pipe Band Association that again the Pipe Band competition will come back to Portrush on Saturday the first of August. It promises to be another great event which brings crowd blah 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 and he goes on. Now, this district councillorman uh, was, I think his name is John Finley, and um, yeah, he posted this on Friday past, and that got a lot of people dead excited, because for the longest time we've been hearing that Portrush competition may well be in difficulties, because Causeway Coast and Glens Council are in financial trouble at the moment. Now, politics aside, and all the financial controversies aside, and all of that, we were genuinely worried from a piping point of view. Portrush competition is a huge competition here in the Northern Ireland calendar. And for a long time last year, we were worried whether it was actually going to happen at all. And here we are now in 2020, and the same concern is there. So, as soon as we've seen this being put out there by a district councillor, we thought, hey, this has council backing. He has said that it's happening. Whoopee! Brilliant! So ourselves in the Big Rab Show were dead excited for this and thought, yes, we need to tell everyone. Get your bookings in. You know, here we go. The competition's happening. And then something quite weird happened. Yes, that district councillor suddenly deleted his Facebook post and very quickly afterwards, the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch put out a statement to say, uh, no, it's not happening yet. Uh, pen hasn't been put to paper, uh, nothing's been agreed, the competition may not happen, so nothing's been confirmed, so don't go booking stuff and all of this. Now, this actually caught national media attention here in Northern Ireland, actually drew quite a bit of attention online, uh, notably from an online digital bu- publication called the Balamoney Bubble. 
Now, they published an article on this saying that they had actually spoke to the councillor in question and asked him why did he post this and all the rest. And the answers we got were all very vague. Now, the actual statement from the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch is, wait, wait until all of these meetings and all this kind of signing off and fundings and blah, blah, all the boring stuff. Once that all happens, our association will put it out there that this competition is going ahead. Now... I have to say, there has been a previous branch meeting not too long ago here in Northern Ireland, and I have it on good authority by people who were at that meeting that a bunch of competitions were announced as going ahead. Now, those have yet to be communicated to the membership at large. So, yeah, at the moment we're still working on rumour and conjecture on whether these competitions are going ahead or not, but apparently at branch meeting we were told, yep, this one's happening, this one's happening. But still, no official communication from the RSPBA Northern Ireland. Now, I think now, this is us. We have totally been once bitten, twice shy. Yeah. Seeing how this came from an actual politician, a councillor in a, you know, Causeway Coast and Glens Council, and it's his job to be accurate and, you know, report facts to the local people and all of that. Putting out an announcement such as this actually drew a lot of attention. A load of people did book travel arrangements. A lot of people started booking hotels, all of that. And then suddenly for the RSPBA to say, Hey, 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 hold on a minute. Nothing's happening yet until we say so. So, yeah, I think we will all wait until we get the official nod from the RSPBA. So as many people has been emailing us in, Oh, Rab, are we going to Bangor this year? Or, oh, Rab, is Cookstown competition happening this year? Or, oh, Rab, is Portrush happening this year? Well, yes, we've been getting tons of messages asking questions about the competitive season here in Northern Ireland, plus in the UK and in Scotland and in the US, actually. We get questions about US-based competitions, too. The answer to all of your questions is go and ask your respective associations. We don't have the information. But we can try and find it for you, and we do try. Uh, but essentially, there has been very little in the way of open communication from our association, as you guys will know, and we'll talk about that in a minute or two. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, we're getting very little in the way of formal announcements telling us about our calendar, and which is a bit, it leaves people anxious because here we are now, we're in the month of February, and essentially our season starts in May, which is not too long from now. So, mm, has a lot of people on edge. A lot of people want to book their travel and stuff and get that all taken care of. So, all they have to concentrate on is actual plan. <sighs> so, I guess we're just going to have to wait until we get official word. So, there you are. That's that story. And that's about as much as I know for now. I guess once we get a formal word, we will be able to pass it on to you guys. So, yeah, as soon as we hear any news about the calendar or the competitive season, we will let you know. Follow us on social media, of course, the Big Rab Show Facebook and Twitter and all that goodness. And as soon as any news drops at all, then we will let you guys know. And, of course, check it out in the podcast here. Yeah. Okay, shout out to a good friend of the show, Lone Star Piper. Mr. Jeremy Downs has actually been incredibly busy this last while. Go figure. Yeah, he has launched a brand new free educational YouTube series that is going to be coming soon to LoneStarPiper.com. Now, this includes video breakdowns of rudiments and scores and stuff played by world champion lead tipper Winston Murdoch. Now, we all know Winston. He's been on the show here before. Now, this also... 
You, know, you get written material as well as part of this, courtesy of Ed Best. And this will all be published on LoneStarPiper.com. Now, these are all for scores, all played by bands of the International Association. Uh, let me see. A, ah, this is going to be stuff that Rob got wrong. International Association of Firefighters. Is that right? I-A-F-F? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to hear everyone chuckling right now. The International Association of Firefighters Association. And they're, yeah, they're mass band scores and different things. So this is Lone Star Piper reaching out to the firefighter world and, yeah, trying to help their drum corps, you know, play their mass band scores and all the rest, along with video instructional series and stuff. Very interesting. So, yeah. If you are interested in that, and it's completely free, you can go and check it out, which we'll be releasing soon on LoneStarPiper.com. Once that drops, we will certainly let you guys know where to go and check it out. And yeah, I'll be very interested in this. So, mm, shout out to Lone Star, Jeremy! You're an absolute legend. Alright, I have to give a shout then to Ross Miller. Yeah, I might have mentioned him on previous episodes. I'm talking about his brand new album, in fact his debut album called The Rook. You can go and pre-order this bad boy from the 17th of February. Now I have that date already written in my calendar here. Uh, It's going to be formally released on the 9th of March, but it's available for pre-order now on the 17th of February. If you are interested in knowing what the album is going to sound like, then go along to <laughs> go along to his uh, Ross Miller music. The reason why I'm laughing here is because a video of him playing, um, he starts out wearing the full Highland dress and then it goes to him playing on a Kelly band. It's just, it's, yeah, it's very cool. Go and check it out. Ross Miller music. And yeah, they have a selection of tunes and stuff on there that hopefully will be in the album. And so I am dead excited for this. Shout out to Ross Miller. I can't wait. So that date is in my diary, the 17th of February. Get that album pre-ordered. Yes, The Rook. I can't wait. Good man, Ross. Fantastic stuff. Okay, shout out to Highland Granite Pipes and Drums. They're holding a fundraiser, Kaylee. Yeah! Try and keep me away. So the advertisement says, and I'll just read verbatim, why not? Come along to a fundraiser, Kaylee, a native of Highland Granite Pipes and Drums and Granite City Pipe Band. <laughs> this is going to be held on the 6th of March. Doors open at 7 o'clock and it will be held in Ashdale Hall in West Hill. Now, what makes this all sorts of fun is that it's bring a bottle. Bring your own bottle. So there you go. If you do like your own tipple or whatever, you can bring it with you. Plus, on the night, there will be stovies and macaroni and cheese. Awesome! There will be live Kaylee music all night long and dancing to the We Are's, plus a raffle and games throughout the night to try and help raise some funds for the band. So there you go. £12 per adult or 30 quid for a family ticket. If you are interested in going, then contact any member of Highland Granite Pipes and Drums. There you go. Doing a spot of fundraising, bring your own bottle and dance to the We Are's. What's not to love? Okay. <clears throat> Flying on. The Kids with Cancer Charity Night has hit the headlines and expectedly so yes on the 22nd of february it opens its doors in the royal hotel here in cookstown and northern Ireland. the kids with cancer charity event raising money for the children's cancer unit in the royal victoria hospital in belfast well why is it hitting the headlines well expectedly it's sold out Absolutely sold out. Um, chatting to Gary Smith actually last night, and I was on the phone to him uh, because yeah, we're, I'm in the process of helping him arrange the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, it's sold out. Now he has said they actually managed to get some extra seats crammed in. Um, 
So they had sold out, and then they spoke to the venue and said, hey, can we squeeze some extra people in? Is there any way we can move things around and get more people in? And they said, yeah, uh, maybe we can remove the tables or something, you know, where people set their drinks and uh, just cram in more chairs. And they're like, yep, do that. So that's what they did. So now they have even more people crammed into the place, and it's absolutely sold out. The place is rammed, and they can't get any more in. Now, this makes it very, very interesting. It is a charity night, and obviously they're in the business of trying to get as many people in through the door as possible with deep pockets to be able to help raise money for this amazing charity. We knew that this event would sell out. I've been telling you for weeks that you needed to get tickets for it, and of course, as soon as it sells out, the messages start coming in. Oh, Rob, what, can you get me a ticket, mate? I know you're helping out organize this thing. Can you get me a ticket? Well, I'm afraid, folks, the answer is no. I can't. I was chatting to Gary last night and he said, absolutely not. The place is at capacity. We cannot sell anymore. Now, if you were to turn up on the night and try to pay at the door, unfortunately, yes, you can pay your donation at the door, but you can't actually get into the place because it's jam-packed. <laughs> we can't physically fit any more people in. So, sorry, there's not a facility to pay at the door. We, there's no more tickets available everything's gone so if you have missed the boat and you didn't pick up your tickets for this then sorry folks you're just going to have to watch the live stream on the big rap show facebook page a lot of people asking about that recently oh rab i missed my ticket chance i didn't get one are you going to be streaming it (laughs) the answer is yes we are going to stream parts of it like every other live show that we would attend we like to get you a little clip or two not the whole thing i have to stress we're not going to live stream the entire thing from start to finish because if you wanted to see the show you had to be there you know and we say that about every show that we attend you know so if we're attending field marshal playing somewhere or whatever it's always just little clips if you want to go and see the show then actually go there yourself however for those of you living internationally and that you know we do realize that traveling to cookstown may not be cost effective uh, so yes we will try and live stream a good portion of this event for a lot of you people who couldn't make it through the door uh, so yeah check out the big rab show facebook page on the 22nd of february we will be live streaming as much as we can from this bad boy it's gonna be an incredible night i can tell you that oh i'm so excited for this we've got some of the biggest names in the piping game coming to this Oh, it's going to be good. Now, I have to stress, uh, for you guys here on the podcast, we are actually going to be producing an episode of the Big Rab Show podcast from this event. And we are throwing the doors open to you guys, the Rab Show listeners. Now, the reason why we're throwing the doors open is because we want your questions. Now, when you consider some of the names that are going to this, this is a huge opportunity for you guys to ask some of the burning questions that you've always wanted to ask just email them in bigrabshow at gmail.com if you want to ask a question of pipe major Stuart little or perhaps chris armstrong or stephen mcwarder jim kilpatrick john scullion gordon brown have i dropped enough names yet (laughs) so you get the idea (laughs) yeah if you'd like to ask any questions of some of the big names in the piping game at this event then definitely get in contact with us and drop your question in uh, because get it in actually before the 22nd so we have it there at the event and we can find your question and ask them live on the podcast and bring it to you guys so get your questions in if you have anything to ask some of the big guns 
then email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah, you can ask Stuart Little what's his favourite cheese. Does he tick red sauce on his chips? Or um, has he ever drove a tractor? You know, these real hard-hitting important questions the piping people need to know. Does Stuart Little know that you don't wear socks with sandals? Who knows? But we, that, you know, we need to ask these hard-hitting questions, folks. <laughs> oh, piping journalism at its best, hey? Lethal. Big rab show. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Uh, I have to give a shout then uh, to Killam Community Hall, where they're actually here in Northern Ireland, where they are giving free drum major and piping lessons. Now, th- this is all sorts of awesome. Now, yeah, this is going to be held in Killam Community Hall on Mondays. That starts at half six and finishes at eight thirty. Drum majoring is from six thirty to seven thirty, and piping is from seven thirty to half eight, and it's completely free. If you are interested, then contact Victoria. Uh, yeah, and we'll manage to get you her telephone number. I don't really like giving out telephone numbers on the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, you can contact ourselves here in the Big Rab Show. How about that? And we'll put you in contact with Victoria. If you are interested and in the Killen area, then, yeah, what's not to love? Free. Hmm. Okay. I wanted to give a very special mention on this week's podcast to... The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Now, I have to say... This concert was simply legendary. Looking at the comp, you know, the compositions, the, the lighting, the sound, the, just the tone, and some of the performances, ah, oh, simply incredible. I have to give a special plug to the National Piping or the National Piping Centre who hosted this event. It was simply brilliant, and to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, you guys were insane. Your backing band was incredible too. Uh, but yes, shout out to you guys. What a simply amazing event. And obviously saying goodbye to your musical director was, yeah, it was quite emotional. So looking at some of the video footage and that online, you know, it can, you can't not watch it with a lump in your throat thinking, oh God, this is, you know, Alistair's last performance. It's heartbreaking. So yeah, Go and watch it. There's tons of video clips up online. A lot of it actually was live streamed by the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland account themselves. So you can go and look at that. Also, you can go and check out Piping Hot Photos. Yeah, Piping Hot Photos on Facebook. They actually managed to live stream, I think, most of the entire concert. But they didn't live stream it, sorry. They filmed it. So a good lot of it's actually filmed from the front row from Piping Hot Photos. So well worth watching. They have, I think, most of the entire show up there and well worth an investment of your time if you didn't get to go to the gig then this is a way for you to be able to enjoy it and i have to stress everyone who went to that gig just was walking away in awe now when you consider these are kids these are young people the bagpiping world is in a very healthy place whenever you consider the wealth of talent in that national youth pipe band of scotland wow simply incredible well worth a listen go and have a look okay all right, moving on. I have to give another shout to Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Go on, the Lower Clyde. Yeah. Now, why am I giving you a shout? Well, they've released some quite exciting news that they've managed to have secured a sponsor. Yeah. This is the, the sponsorship for their teaching band, obviously, the Inverclyde Juvenile Pipe Band. And it's going to be 
Blue Marine. Got, who are Blue Marine? So Invercloud Juvenile, yeah, they have managed to secure this new sponsor, and it's really quite exciting. Blue Marine are like a specialist marine outfitting company, and they have been based in the Greenock area. Uh, so obviously they are dead keen to get involved in the area, the local community, and this is a fantastic two-way win-win. <clears throat> so yeah, they get to help band you know, teach young kids and how to perform piping and drumming. Plus, they get a bit of advertising as a kicker. People get to find out who Blue Marine are. So, there you go. Shout out to Inverclyde Juvenile Pipe Band, who will have financial support for the next four years, thanks to their sponsor, Blue Marine. Awesome! Well done. Now, I have to give a shout to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Yeah! <clears throat> now, why am I giving the chilies a shout? Well, it's a pretty quick one. Actually, they have launched the dates of their English tour. This runs from the end of April all the way through to the end of May. So they go a solid month with worth of touring all throughout the United Kingdom, or should I say England. So if you are based in England, uh, places such as Harrogate, Blackpool, London, of course, Nottingham, St Albans, Southend, uh, Cheltenham, Newcastle, they're, they're all over the place. These guys are just touring all of England. And yeah, if you are interested, go and check out uh, Red Hot Chili Piper's social media and go and check them out. Okay. Now, I did mention last week about quite an exciting product that Mr. Jordan Bailey had been working on very secretly. Secretively, and then recently, ProLine Sticks have been talking about a product of theirs as well called ProLine R3. Yeah, now these are really quite interesting. Now, whether these are connected with Jordan Bailey or not, I'm not entirely sure if they're one and the same, but the ProLine R3 line are one that can be completely custom made by you. You can select the colour, the actual paintwork, even down to the very embroidery that's on the mallet head. So, very exciting stuff. So, go and check those out. ProLine R3s are custom-made tenor sticks made by ProLine. It's kind of one of the top, you know, tenor stick makers in the whole piping game. So, well worth checking out. So, yeah, you can, you know, custom paint design the whole thing down to the very beat at the end and your selection of actual, you know, the mallet head color and everything. It's very exciting stuff. Go and have a look at it. Shout out to ProLine and their R3 sticks. Very interesting stuff. So there you go. Have to give a special plug for Bally Bully Pipe Band, who are actually trying to raise 500 quid to replace uniforms. Now, they're doing this through a GoFundMe or Just Giving page, as we have here in the UK. So for more information, you can go and check out Bally Bully Pipe Band and their Just Giving page where they're asking you to help them raise 500 quid. And that's not a huge amount of money by all accounts, but still, it's a huge amount of money to a pipe band. 500 quid's not to be sneezed at, but will go a long way. So go and help support Bally Bully Pipe Band in their endeavours to get new uniforms. Apparently, the uniforms they have been wearing have been with the band for 25 years so obviously have been well worn and it's about time that they start upgrading or getting new uniforms so there you go go and help support bally bully pipe on okay a little plug this week to lincoln hilton and modern piping yes i might have mentioned it before mdpiping.com volume 17 is now available Ooh, yeah, it's now out there, and look at the list of people who's on here. It's ridiculous. You have Alistair McLaren, of course. Uh, incredible stuff. We have Scott Wallace is on there. Bruce Gandhi is there, and as well as The Sid and Kieran Ross and more. For full information, go to mdpiping.com and then go and check out Volume 17. 
Ooh. It also gives you information on something that's really quite exciting, actually, on how to set up your own studio at home, how to get your own recording studio kind of thing along with production software. They give you kind of hints and tips on how to set yourselves up and all the rest. So, yeah, if modern piping is your thing and you would like to even try and record some, then perhaps this could be worth picking up. So there you go. Volume 17, available now, mdpiping.com. Well, worth picking up. <clears throat> Okay, this past weekend, of course, was the Six Nations and the rugby, and well, if anything, it's been growing on for a little while now. And the big game, Scotland v England, was this past weekend on the 8th of February. Now, why am I talking about rugby on the podcast? Well, yeah, the reason why I'm talking about it is because Police Scotland Fife, or Fife Plus Pipe Band, were there playing at the Scotland v England game, uh, and it was simply brilliant. Yeah, they were there for, I think, at the very start and everything. Ugh. Just brilliant. So, yeah, I managed to watch the coverage, actually, on BBC locally here on the Scotland versus England rugby game. And I thought, whoa, who's that pipe band? That sounds class. That's not a service band. No offence. But the blowing big, big tone. And I was going, whoa, who's that? Now, nine times out of ten, it's normally Boghall. Boghall do a lot of rugby games. And you normally do see them playing along with all the rugby stars. But no, this time it was Police Scotland Fife, so awesome stuff. There you go. It was well worth watching, so thank you. You guys played in the lashing rain, but played a storm. Well done. Okay, a little plug. I may have mentioned this before in a previous podcast, but I'll mention it again to the city of Chicago pipe band. Go on, the city of Chicago. Now, the reason why I'm giving you a plug is because I'm trying to direct people. Some people actually did contact us and ask us where to get tickets for this. I'm talking about the party in Plaid 2020. This is on February 29th. Yeah, I did tell you that before. And it's going to be held in uh, Grove Street in Chicago. So, yes, for more information, I need to point you towards chicagopipeband.com forward slash pip p-i-p now it's twenty dollars general admission but i think a lot of people are actually very keen to get to this event so i have to stress you need to kind of pay for your admission so you can get in get your tickets before they're gone because they don't want the venue to pack out and then you can't get in so go now chicagopipeband.com forward slash pip and be able to enjoy your party and plaid baby all sorts of us i wish i could go to that anyway Okay, shout out to Cooper Angus Pipe Band who are doing a spot of local fundraising at their local Tesco's. Yay! Now, why am I giving you a shout? Because, yeah, you should go and check them out on social media, Cooper Angus Pipe Band, uh, because I think you may be able to pick up a raffle ticket and you actually managed to win a luxury food hamper as a result. So there you go. Go and help support Cooper Angus doing a spot of fundraising. Uh, if you can, locally, go to their Tesco's there. <laughs> <laughs> and Blair Gowrie uh, but failing that you can go and check them out on social media and pick yourself up a raffle ticket and who knows you may lift yourself a luxury hamper okay the pipe band college here in Northern Ireland has been running something really quite exciting this last while I actually managed to attend one of these they're called uh, let me see I'll, I'll go into this yeah, the fundamentals. The Branch College has arranged the following sessions. Yes, they arranged sessions throughout Northern Ireland talking about what could be done to improve piping and drumming here in Northern Ireland specifically. Uh, so they're talking about, you know, teaching in the college and all of that sort of stuff. Very interesting. I actually managed to attend an event here locally here in Cookstown not too long ago. 
and it was a very interesting conversation with the principal of the college and all the rest, and just very interesting in general. There are three meetings in total, and the third of which is going to be happening this weekend in Brookshane. This will be on Saturday the 15th. Uh, so it's going to be in Brookshane House, and this is for all mid-antrum bands. So they are asking you that if you are interested in attending, then go along. Doors open at 12.30 at Brookshane House. And yeah, go along and just join the conversation. Trust me, it's a real interesting uh, topic. And, you know, they're talking about the college and teaching, you know, young kids as well as adult learners and all that sort of stuff. And we'll get to that in Topic of the Week. But yeah, lots of great stuff to talk about there. And just to give it a little mention to say this happening now in Brashane this weekend, Saturday 15th, doors open at half 12. All right. Shout out to Ulster Scottish Pipe Band. Mr. Derek Cooper is putting it out there on social media that they're selling their drums. They're selling uh, two 14-inch tenors, two 15-inch tenors, two 16-inch tenors and two 18-inch tenors. Whew. They're selling two different bass drums as well, plus a pile of pearl drum. Oh, man, if you are interested, go along, check out Ulster Scottish website, or of course you can go and check out Derek Cooper on social media. Um, they are selling five snares, four tenors, and a bass, and they're looking five grand for the whole set, which is the bargain, let me tell you. So I need to tell you. Go and check it out. The, all their photographs and what they're selling is all up there now. Ulster Scottish. They are, their drums is all pearl. Some of them look gorgeous, by the way. So really well worth picking up. So for full and more information, go and check out Derek Cooper. I've probably butchered his advert. Uh, probably got the pricing wrong as well. Stuff that I've got wrong. Sorry, Derek. Uh, but yeah, Ulster Scottish Pipe Band are selling their drums. And if you are interested in picking up a set of new drums, then why not contact Derek direct? Or you can contact ourselves here in the Rab Show. And we'll help you put you in contact. All right. Now... I need to get into possibly the biggest story of the week. And I'm not going to dedicate an episode to this. All right. Of course, it's the RSPBA headquarters redevelopment debacle. I'm so sick of talking about this. Well, over the course of the weekend, Friday the 7th, RSPBA headquarters gleefully rubbed their hands together and put a statement out. We all love a statement here in the Rab Show. It says the following. I will read verbatim. It says... Following our previous statement on the 20th of January regarding the articles in the National Press and our discussions with the Office of Scottish Charities Register, or the OSCR, we can confirm that the information requested was provided by the Board of Governors. There you go. Class. It goes on to say, This morning we received communication from the OSCR advising... They had reviewed the requested information provided by the RSPBA and determined that the charity trustees, the board of directors, have demonstrated that decisions were made in the best interests of the charity and as a result have decided that there are no further action or there is no further action to be taken and they are closing the file. And that ends the statement. Now, everyone in RSPBA quarters were all rubbing their hands with glee and a lot of them actually turned to social media and started sniping at the naysayers the people who said oh this you know will dig up all sorts of dirt and oh it's going to be terrible and then here comes all the rspbi officials going ha ha told you boys there's nothing wrong na, 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 na. that's what it felt like it was also <clears throat> Some, yeah, it was really quite vicious in parts on social media. A lot of name-calling, 
pointing fingers and going, ha, 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 look at this. You know, they've closed their book. There's, you know, nothing to see here kind of thing. And that's what we told you and all that. So, yes, do you know what? Ourselves here on The Rab Show, we're very happy with this result, actually. We are glad that now a line has been drawn under this. Or has it? Or has it? Because in recent times, since that article, well, not article, since that statement came out from RSPBA, we found that it may not have been the entire story. Yes, because following an article on pipingpress.com, which seems to be the RSPBA's official outlet, by the way. Yeah, we've noticed this. The RSPBA are using pipingpress.com to put out their own kind of stories with their own swing on things. So, yes, the the headline from pipingpress.com was Charity Regulator Throws Out Complaint Against the RSPBA. And there's a very snappy photograph of uh, Mr. Ian Hamilton and John Hughes and those guys looking very dapper picking up an award. Uh, So, yes, I have to say the article from pipingpress.com was more kind of backslapping and hey-ho, boys, there you go, we came through that, no bother at all. And uh, that's what I took from it. You know, I read it and I thought, that kind of, yeah, it's not journalism. You're kind of putting yourself in one corner here and saying, hey-ho, there you go, right, cheerio. (laughs) Hey-ho, there you go, cheerio. So that's how it came across to me. However, pipesdrums.com, hmm, they released something really quite interesting later that day. They released a further article on this saying, yes, the OSCR recommends that RSPBA, uh, that they enhanced their level of transparency. Yes, there was more to the story. Yes, they will not hold an inquiry. Yes, they will not look any further into this because they believe decisions were made correctly. That's fine. That's great, in fact. We can actually draw a line under this thing. It's done. However, there was a recommendation there telling the charity that they need to enhance their level of transparency and found that their communication was lacking. Ooh, so, yes, it was good news for RSPBA. Hey-ho, boys, you're not going to get investigated. We are are not going to carry out a full audit of your financials. We're not going to look into your decision-making processes. Uh, We're happy enough that things went okay. Whatever the information was that was provided to them uh, was enough for them to say, okay, we've closed the book. However, no smoke without fire. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a little fire. They were saying that, yeah, you didn't get everything right here. Perhaps transparency, openness with your membership, telling everyone, this is how we do things. This is how this was done. This is how this decision was done. Actually communicating with people and telling us what's going on might well be a good thing. And that came from the regulator telling the RSPBA that they need to enhance their level of transparency. Now, I'm quoting that. Now, I honestly don't think we've seen the end of this story, even though I really wish it would go away. Um, But yes, honestly, yeah. RSPBA spun the story as if it was kind of a real one-sided thing to say, hi-ho, boys, the door's closed, that's it, no complaint, business as usual, let's go, all right? But no, they forgot to mention, there was a little slap on the wrist there as well saying, naughty RSPBA, you need to talk more. And that's one thing that we've been putting across on this podcast. We've done three episodes on this. <laughs> we have dedicated three special episodes to the RSPBA headquarters redevelopment debacle and the whole way through it we were just telling them talk to us we need answers we're asking questions 
And if the answers are simple and straightforward, then great, this problem goes away. Just talk to us. Me, myself, and I, as a podcaster and kind of a piping journalist, I do my best to try and portray both sides of the story. This has been incredibly difficult to do on this one because all I'm getting is from one side of the argument. All of the people asking the questions but with zero answers. And to date, we have still to get those answers. Yes, we know that the charity regulator regulator will not be investigating our association which frankly is a relief thank goodness because now we're not really in jeopardy of losing our piping association which is brilliant but the questions still remain they haven't been answered there's a lot of questions on the financials and the decisions that were made and just how they came to conclusions but with zero answers come forward so i doubt very much that this will go away Uh, But it certainly draws a line under it being investigated officially. Thank goodness, if anything. I'm very relieved. And yeah, well done to RSPBA on that front. I am dead happy about this, to be honest. Uh, So, yes, communication could be better. I agree with Pipestrums.com. We need to talk more. And I think that is the overriding message throughout all of this mess. RSPBA, you guys... You need to talk to us. <laughs> Do you know? Put our little minds at ease sometimes. It would really help. Anyway, flying on. We have another concert to talk about. Shout out to the McDonald Memorial and Academy Pipe Bands. They're presenting a Spring into Summer concert. This will be held in the Dromore High School on the 21st of March and will be featuring me. I will be there. Yep, yeah, big rab. Uh, yeah, I'll be on stage. I'll be comparing at this thing. I'm dead excited for it. Uh, on the stage, actually, will be McDonald Memorial and their Academy Pipe Band. They'll be on the stage. Plus, we'll have the current Grade 2 World Drum Corps champions in... Blah, I nearly said in Verary. Uh, grade 2 World Drum Corps champions, Ravara. Wow, that could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Apologies. So, yeah, Ravara will be on stage. And apparently, they're going to be playing a specific drum salute on the night. It'll be very exciting. We also have Skeog Flip Band, Leganeni Accordion Band, and the Catherine Stewart School of Highland Dancing. For more information, you can contact ourselves in the Big Rab Show if you want to get tickets, or any member of McDonald Memorial Pipe Band. This is going to be a great night of music and crack. I'm looking forward to that. Also, shout out to Hollymount Pipe Band. They're giving piping and drumming tuition every Wednesday at Hollymount Orange Hall, 7pm to 9pm, and it's completely free. All are welcome, complete beginners and through to the most advanced as well. So shout out to Hollymount Pipe Band giving that. Okay, also, shout out to the Ulster Scots Agency Office in Ruffo. They're giving uh, beginner snare drumming and drum major tuition in their offices. This will be held every Friday, 3pm to 5pm, just after school. And they're looking complete beginners from snare drums, uh, snare drummers and drum majors. So there you are. That's totally for Nahan as well. Now, I have to give a, a shout actually to a good, good mate of the show. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you guys will probably know about this. But Robin McKay. Robin Ada McKay. Now, yeah, Piper with St. Lawrence Tool. She actually featured on the show here quite a lot last year. We actually managed to speak to her a couple of times. Uh, so, yeah, member of St. Lawrence the Toolpipe Band. She's actually cut ties with the guys of St. Lawrence and made the jump to Australia. Australia! Yeah, she's made the, the move. She's actually moved and is now living in Western Australia, where she's now part of the Western Australian Police Pipe Band, where she will be there for the next six months. She's actually going to be working as part 
of the pipe band and that will be her job you know she'll be involved in various different frontline services as well you know as meeting the local community and of course performing as part of the pipe band and lots of different police functions and things so yeah shout out to robin what an awesome opportunity and yeah more power to you so yeah i'm sorry to say that you're not playing with st lawrence this year so yeah that's a bit disappointing but hey robin you were absolutely amazing at Piping Live this past year. And yeah, I hope to see you back at Piping Live again. And I hope you're enjoying your time down there with the rest in Western Australian Police Pipe Band. And they're absolutely brilliant. All right. For Fred Morrison fans out there, I need to give you as a little bit of a... Yeah, a little bit of a shot in the arm. For this last while, Fred Morrison has been very quiet on the release front. Yes, it's been a long time since we got an album from Fred, but it's an equally long time since we had a collection of music from Fred Morrison. In fact, it's been over 14 years. I had to Google this, actually. How long has it been? It's been 14 years since Fred Morrison has released a collection of his own music. And here we are. We are now going to get a new collection of music from Fred Morrison. It's going to be priced at 15 quid. We're not entirely sure what the title of it is just yet. But in recent days, Fred has announced that he will be touring Canada to help promote the collection. And he'll also be taking part in the Royal Nova Scotia International Tattoo in May. So as more details of this collection get released and everything... Um, you know, if he's going to be launching it in Canada or if he'll be releasing it here in the UK first of all before he goes to Canada, don't know. It's all a bit of a mystery. But just to let you Fred Morrison fans know that we are to expect a brand new piping music collection from the Jimi Hendrix of the bagpiping world, Mr. Fred Morrison. I'm dead excited for that awesomeness. There you go. Sorry, guys. Insane amount of piping news this week, I feel. But, yeah, it's been a dead busy week. And I didn't even get talking about all the other future concerts that's coming up. Klaus Kelt Vision 2020. Grab your tickets. Get it from the Armagh Marketplace Theatre box office. You need to. And uh, so many different concerts and stuff is coming up, man. It's insane. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to cover it in a future podcast. Because right now, I'm gasping for a cup of tea. (laughs) So, at this point in the show, it's time for a big cup of tea. (laughs) It's time for the Topic of the Week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Time for Topic of the Week. And, uh, yeah, you may have guessed by the title of this week's episode is uh, Knowing When to Start. Yeah, last week's episode was quite a negative one. And we talked all about knowing when to quit. Well, this time round, I want to talk about knowing when to start. Now, I am talking about this from a bit of a level of experience. Now... 
Yeah. Obviously, in my initial piping days, I was born into the piping world. It was inevitable that I was going to be either a piper or a drummer. It was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Now, but I know that's not the case for a lot of people listening to this podcast. In fact, a lot of people out there would be picking up the instrument in their adulthood or even in their retirement. And it's everyone else, you know, they just suddenly decides, yeah, I want to pick this up for a bit of crack and see how it goes. Now, recently, that happened to me. Now, yes, I am 39 years old. And yes, I have been in the piping game a long time, but I've never lifted a practice chanter. I've always been a drummer. I've been drumming and drumming and drumming since I don't know when. Now, recently, you guys obviously know that I have been learning how to play pipes. Mr. Andrew Shillily has been teaching my daughter how to pipe. And then one evening, you know, about a month or so before Christmas, a couple of months before Christmas, uh, the practice chanter was sitting there on the kitchen table in amongst a pile of drumsticks. And Andrew just says, I lift that thing there and we'll have a go. So, yeah, this practice chanter has not been out of my hands since. I've been absolutely really hooked on this. <laughs> Obsessively so. Now, yeah, otherwise I throw it back on my pile of drumsticks. Uh, so, yeah, drumming has always been an obsession of mine. I love pipe band drumming. Can't get enough of it, and even still that is the case today. I love sitting down and battering my way through a set of 6 eights and 9 eights. I just can't get enough of it. But I have found a brand new hunger for this music. Now, I did have an appreciation for it. If anything, you guys know I'm a huge fan of piping and drumming, obviously, because I wouldn't be doing this podcast otherwise. And I could probably hum or whistle my way through, through some pipe tunes with more detail than what your average drummer might, you know. So, yes, I am quite a piping nerd. I have all the piping tunes in my head, and I could probably, you know, hum and whistle them and all the rest. But now I'm actually learning how to do it on a practice chanter, and it's really incredibly interesting. I'm learning so much, even just from picking this instrument up from the first time. And I guess that's what I wanted to talk about on this week's podcast, is knowing when to start. Now, I did initially pick up this practice chanter as a laugh, which is probably the worst way to start. I did think I'd pick this thing up, and I'll squeak and squawk, and me and Andy will have a laugh, and that'll be it. Uh, But the laughing stopped and suddenly I realized I'm playing this scale without squeaking and I'm not getting crossing noises anymore and oh, I can play GDE grace notes and now I'm on to Dublins and Burles and throwing Ds and what's going on? I've got a tune going and hold on a minute, you're talking about going on bagpipes in a few weeks? What's happening? So before I knew it, what started out as a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh it's turned out to be something quite serious and that I've really got involved in. So I guess I wanted to talk about that whole process. Why? Or even you know, whenever you're considering about piping and drumming, you need to think to yourself, what are the reasons? What's stopping you from trying it? What's stopping you from lifting the sticks for the first time? What's stopping you from actually grabbing a practice chanter and giving it a go? Now, as you heard there in the piping news, here locally in Northern Ireland, there are lots and lots of different ways that you can get free one-to-one tuition with some of the best pipe bands in the piping game here locally in Northern Ireland. Some of them are quite incredible. So, cost should not be a consideration. A lot of these places, whenever you rock up and say, hey... I'm a total beginner, I love Fred Morrison and Willie McCallum, and I want to learn how to pipe. 
Well, okay, Jim Bob, sit down there, you buy, and I'll give you a practice chanter. And here's a tutor book, and let's work through page one and page two. Can you? Can you do that? Uh, so yeah, it's been all sorts of interesting following my own journey and why I got motivated to do it. But now I've kind of got snared into this whole thing, and I'm equally addicted to piping now as I am for drumming. It's weird. So. Yes, there are tons of different roadblocks to yeah to different reasons why you're not lifting the chatter or why you're not lifting the sticks. Well, number one that I've heard is procrastination. I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll maybe you know I'll I'll definitely pick the chatter up in the end of May. You know, the end of May that's when I'm going to start. That definitely, or you know I don't have time at the minute. You know, I'm constantly running after the kids and after school soccer games and. Oh, you know, I go to the pictures with my mates and I go to the gym twice a week and all that. I don't have time. Or there's the age-old one that I keep hearing is, oh, I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too old to start learning how to pipe. Or another one, sure, I'm skint. Now, I've just talked about it. Even if you're skint, there's tons of free lessons out there that you can go. Just go to your nearest band hall. Any pipe band will be more than glad to see you. Now, I, I don't know. Locally here in the UK, a lot of pipe bands offer free tuition. I don't know any pipe bands really that charge for it here in the UK. I guess because piping and drumming's in the water here. Uh, you know, if a pipe band was to start charging for it, clearly they'd just chase the people away because then they would go to a band that does it for free. You know what I mean? Uh, so perhaps it is different internationally. Uh, but yes, there are lots of different ways for that you can get tuition. And yeah, Piper's Dojo is one of them. You can learn on your own online. That's a way to do it. Uh, and yeah, it only costs you a dollar for 30 days of premium. <laughs> so, you know, there's so many different excuses as to why you wouldn't and why you didn't pick up that chanter procrastination or i'm too old and you're never too old i am here in my i'm late 30s rolling into my 40s very soon and i'm picking up the practice standard chanter for the first time and uh yes what has become ingrained in me is years of drumming rudiments and andrew does have to put most of the pipe and talk into stupid drummer talk uh, <laughs> Sorry, but pipers do have more technical kind of things going on than us drummers, to be honest. Uh, so, you know, for instance, Andrew would have to show me like a throw and D would be have to sound in like a triplet. That 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 I can't. Da, da, da. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. The way I kind of look at grace notes is that they're flams <laughs> for drummers out there. Oh, I know what a flam is, but what's a grace note? And for pipers, I know what a grace note is, but what's a flam? So yeah. I, at the minute, I'm getting the best of both worlds here. A flam and a grace note are very much the same thing. <laughs> it's very weird. So I'm enjoying this. Um, so honestly, make the leap. You're not too old. You do have enough time for this. And if it's something that you want to do, you will make time for it. As people say, go into the gym. To work out every day or every week or whatever you do in the gym. The hardest part of getting of going to the gym is actually being there. It's actually getting there. Getting your gear packed in the bag and jump in the car and drive to the gym. That's the hardest part. And some people say, if you just get through those doors, that's it. That's the hardest part done. And that's honestly my experience with lifting this practice chanter. If I actively sit down and lift this thing... That's the hard part done. 
you know, I practice 10, 15, 20 minutes. Well, on some occasions, over half an hour to three quarters of an hour sitting <laughs> sitting playing through Dublins. Um, yeah, you can just completely lose track of time. And before you knew it, hours have passed and you find yourself, oh, I actually really enjoyed that. So, yes, stop procrastinating. Make the leap. Actually try it. So one thing I really wanted to stress is if you wanted to give it a go, don't put it off for four or five months. Actually go and do it now. Now, granted, there may well be genuine excuses as to why you don't want to lift the chanter or you don't want to lift the sticks for the first time. And again, that refers to last week's podcast. If you're going to lift the sticks for the first time and it's going to affect you physically and your health Uh, perhaps your family, your relationships, and all of that sort of stuff, and it's stressful, uh, perhaps drumming and chanter and all that may not be for you. If you do find it particularly stressful having to batter your way through mummy-daddies for over an hour, then perhaps drumming's not for you, or if perhaps playing through scales for half an hour is not the best fun, then maybe it's not for you. But yeah, perseverance is an element of learning. I did say that in last week's podcast that knowing when to quit is don't quit when you're learning. Just keep going because perseverance is needed. Uh, So, yeah, procrastination is definitely a thing. Um, You know, putting things off and putting it off, putting it off. My advice is take the leap, go and do it. And even if you try it for a few weeks and you still just don't get it and you think, ah, this really isn't for me, then at least you've tried it. There are some people out there that just don't tick to it, you know, regardless of how much they try. Uh, and that could be difficult too. You can try and try and try and try. Maybe you just can't get on playing with a metronome or you just can't get tone out of the stupid thing and you're constantly just squeaking and squawking all your way through and never getting the tone out of the thing. So I can see that. But I have known people in their late 60s, early 70s to lift the chanter for the first time. And by the time they hit their 80s, they're playing their first competition. And I'm not joking. I have seen people in their 80s, early 80s, playing in their first and last competition. (laughs) So, very cool story. Very interesting. Um, But I have to stress, yeah, not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, everyone is unique and different. But if it's procrastination that we're talking about here, and you're putting this off because, ah, you know, I'm going to save up. I'm going to get myself uh, a real good es session practice chanter and that's like you know a lot of money but i'm gonna invest that money in that real kick butt practice chanter it's gonna take me a few months and then by the time i buy that real incredible chanter then i'll maybe want to start in like two or three months time uh no the practice the practice chanter doesn't need to be big and fancy and one of those es session chanters which are really cool by the way uh but no, just any old standard plastic chanter will do. Or even for a drumming perspective. Oh, I need to have the best, uh, you know, Jim Kilpatrick Pro Prad. And I need to have the best Pro-Line sticks from Stephen Crichton. Or Pro-Mark sticks, sorry, from Stephen Crichton and all the rest. You know, and then I need to buy the drum harness. And I need to have a drum to practice on, of course. And that needs to come from Premier or a Dante or a British Drum Co. And, you know, they're about 500 quid-ish. You know, six, 700 quid-ish, you know, to the time you get your harness everything and you know i'll save for a few months i'll get all the gear and then i'll start to want to learn no no 
Just get yourselves an old pair of scrappy drumsticks that you can buy from any music store at all. A pipe band set of snare sticks and only cost you about seven, eight quid. And that's you. You're good to go. Whenever I first started drumming, I was drumming on the back of a hardback book. I didn't have a drum pad. I was nine years old and no one gave me a drum pad. I was given a hardback book. A book that had a drum on. So here I went to band practice with my two drumsticks in my back pocket and a book. And everyone's, what's this wee lad doing with that book? And everyone else slapped their drum pad on the table and here I am, I slapped down this book. Now I can't remember what the book was, but it was battered to within an inch of its life and somebody eventually said, someone get that wee lad a drum pad because he's going to go through to the pages. (laughs) by the time you battered through the cover so yeah there you go you have to start somewhere and starting as cheap and cheerful as possible honestly is the best way (laughs) some of the pipe band equipment out there can be incredibly expensive and you can spend stupid amounts of money buying gear and you think that that's the best way to start i need to have the best the best practice chatter possible with you know the best quality read and everything and you know you research everything and it's all about the gear but it's not it really isn't about the gear at all. It's about your intention of wanting to play music. And uh, if you want to play incredible music on cheap equipment, then you can do. Um, it's not going to sound the best, and it's you know maybe going to be a bit janky to start with. But, you know, as your technique comes and your music comes, then eventually you can invest in more in your future, I guess. So I guess that's really what I'm going to be looking at here uh, with this whole message of knowing when to start is procrastination, not investing stupid amounts of money in gear at the outset, and also set reasonable goals, all right? Now, this is a huge one. I remember whenever I first started out learning snare drum, I wanted to be the next Jim Kilpatrick and Alec Duthert. I just wanted to be the top of the pile. I wanted to be the best drummer in the planet, and I was nine years old. And I was very quickly put in my box and said, no, you're going to be playing parades. And if you're lucky, you might get to a competition. Now, thankfully, I was learning snare drum at age nine, but I was started competing on tenor drum at age nine. Because there was no realistic way that a nine-year-old could play in the back line of a grade two drum corps. And uh, yeah, having lifted the sticks for the first time that year, perhaps it wouldn't have been the best idea to throw a nine-year-old in the snare line. And that's exactly what happened. So yeah. Al Rab, age nine, hit the tenor core instead. I had two seasons on tenor drum with Castle Dawson Pipe Band way back in the day. And then after that, it wasn't very long until I lifted the sticks on the snare line. It took that couple of years to kind of, you know, eat a little bit of humble pie, I suppose. That snare drumming was not easy and that you couldn't just jump in and become the next Jim Kilpatrick or Gordon Brown. You needed actually to put the work in and get a little bit of experience. And I suppose from that regard, piping can be the same. I've just lifted this practice chanter and I've only been piping now for a matter of, what, four months now? Four or five months? And um, I know myself from experience that you can't just very quickly lift a set of pipes and start blistering horn pipes like Fred Morrison. You don't just jump straight into playing Blue Cloud and Fiddler's Rally. You need to play tunes like Jesus Loves Me or, you know, <laughs> little hymns and little easy tunes and things like Green Hills and things like that. You know, you don't just start straight in at the deep end and start playing the belly dancer or Thunderstruck and all this kind of stuff. 
You need to crawl before you can run. So you really need to set reasonable goals that if, say, in six months' time, if you're still on practice, Chanter, that you won't be disappointed. It is a long run. And that's what I was going to say. Even for Drummond too, it can be an incredibly long run before you can actually lift the drum or the set of pipes with an actual band in the competition circle. Now, it's been my experience that a lot of people just want to fast track and get on that instrument as quick as possible. And that's where a lot of people fall down. I'm sick of playing this uh, GDE nonsense. Give me that set of Highland pipes there. and I'm going to try and get a note out of this thing. I'm going to do my best to try and thunder my way through Thunderstruck. Or, you know, any big Fred Morrison tune, the high drive and all this. I'm just going to thunder my way through the big Peabrook sets and, you know, look at me, I'm fantastic. But you miss all of that foundational work where you put the grind in, if you know what I mean. This piping and drumming game is not easy. And uh, the reason why it's not easy is that you need to have that grounding of fundamentals before you're able to grasp the concept of what it is to perform that instrument in public. Now, I've mentioned this many times before, that you would see this regularly with a lot of buskers on street corners and stuff, that uh, they kind of skipped that step. You know what I mean? They've kind of went, one, two, learnt a scale, here we go, Scotland the Brave. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is set realistic goals, you know. You're not too old. Stop procrastinating. Don't spend an absolute fortune on your gear. Just go out there and do it. Set yourself some realistic, achievable goals. My own personal achievable goal, I feel, for 2020, even my own piping, is that I actually want to get on Highland Pipes this year. If I manage to get on pipes this year and blow a tune, and I, I'm not I'm not saying a big horn pipe like the big rab show, I'm saying a tune, I'm talking... I don't know, Roundtree, Scotland the Brave, Green Hills, something dead simple. If I can get through one part of a tune on a set of Highland Pipes, I will be very, very happy. <laughs> Honestly, I think that will be a huge achievement for me. And that's where I'm aiming right now. I'm setting reasonable goals. I'm not being unrealistic. I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to be the next Willie McCallum or Angus McCall. I'm actually setting myself a realistic goal, saying, right, Rab, the end of 2020, you want to have a set of pipes under your arm where you can actually blow a tune. Now, will that happen? I don't know, but I'm slowly getting there. At the minute, I've only just finished learning throwing Ds and Dublins and different things and a little bit of a tune. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But it's a very slow run. And I'll get, you know, and that's one thing I really wanted to put across. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, don't expect instant success. So if you do decide, right, I'm going to take Rab's advice. Let's do this. And you lift the chanter and a week later and you're still playing skills. And then two weeks later, you're still on skills. And three weeks later, you're thinking, this is nearly a month and I'm playing skills. And then four months later, and you've only just played your first grace note. Expect this. Expect it to be a long, slow process. It will be laborious, but trust me. Oh, so worth it. Now, I have to say, with all of this, knowing when to start, the best time for you to start is when you want to. Now, that, I know that's kind of a, a no-brainer, but if you don't want to do this, then you won't do it. You know, do not feel forced into playing this music because it will very quickly turn around and bite you on the butt. 
that's been my experience with a lot of different musicians that I know have just said, oh, I really want to learn pipe band snare drumming because I think it will really help my kit playing, my drum kit playing. I do know a lot of people who've done that. They've picked up pipe band snare sticks, tried to learn some of the pipe band rudiments. They've maybe learned two or three of the Scottish drumming rudiments and then uh, it's too hard. You know, I'll give up, put them sticks in the corner, and I'll go back to playing, playing thrash metal or whatever it was they were doing. So a lot of people can just expect, you know, that they, they don't really like the music and they're just learning it to kind of want to take it somewhere else. And it doesn't work that way. A lot of people try to learn Highland Pipes because, hey, they've seen people doing it at parties and they want to have a kind of party trick too. So they want to learn the Highland Pipes so they can bring them out at parties and go, hey, I can play... Uh, Happy birthday on the bagpipes. You know, like Ross on Friends. <laughs> do you remember Ross on Friends? And he played happy birthday. I can do that. Uh, no, please don't. <laughs> I actually have an appreciation for the music. And I want to play it. You know what I mean? You're not in it for the novelty of it. Hey, look at me and my bagpiper. Woohoo. And throw the kilt on. That kind of thing. You're, you're not in it for that. You're in it for the love of the music. All right. <laughs> that's one thing i'd really put across if you want to do it then do it but you need to want to do it does that make sense probably not but there you go all right i think i've ranted enough on this topic i do hope that i've managed to give some little pearls of wisdom in there procrastination is real people it is genuinely real and my advance my advice to you is make that leap do it you will not regret it and even if you give it a try and you fail then at least you tried. Do you know what I mean? You've done more than most. Actually make that physical jump, to lift that chander, lift that set of sticks, go out and do it and be a part of this bagpiping world. It's amazing. As much as we fight and we bicker and we moan at each other, this bagpiping world's incredible. So why not be a part of it? So wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, I do challenge you, if you're on the fence and you've always said to yourself, ah, do you know, I've always wanted to learn, then do it. You know, you'll maybe be pleasantly surprised this time next year if you've made that leap right now to lift that chanter or lift these sticks for the first time. You might find yourself standing in a competitive circle and you'll be pinching yourself going, wow, what just happened? I was learning Mummy Daddies a year ago, and here I am now. I'm playing a Strasbay in an MSR. What's going on? Trust me, it can happen fast. It can also be a slow run. It's just one of those things. Anyway, get involved, people. Make the leap. Do it. And, uh, yeah, you won't regret it. Trust me. Being a part, a part of this amazing music, this amazing culture, this amazing music, you'll not regret it. It'll stay with you for the rest of your life. Anyway, that's it. For another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks everyone so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And if you haven't already, please do consider clicking that subscribe button. So each and every week as Rab uploads another one, you'll get a little bing, a little notification to let you know that I have uploaded another one. Until next week, guys, don't forget to check us out on the Big Rab Show's social media over the course of the week as we try to keep you updated on all the latest piping news and views. And also... Yeah, don't forget to send us in your listener mail. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If we've talked about anything at all that you have any commentary on, or even if you have any questions for some of the big wigs that are coming to the Kids with Cancer Charity Night, get those into us. Plus your all-important voicemails. 
be a part of the show. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So we are here to listen to you guys. So yes, get your messages into us, your emails, your questions. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Right, I'm away now to finish my practicing, actually. And then I might edit this podcast and put it together for you and release it. But yeah, not before I get some practice done. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out the door. I will see you here on the Rab Show podcast again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast, and we'll see you all next week. All the best. Exhibit C, the belt he's flossing is killed. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Well, hello there, Patreon faithful. How are yous? I hope you're all keeping very well. And you are welcome to another episode of Big Rap Show Plus. Yeah, and I have to say a massive thank you to all of you guys who have signed up and become part of the Patreon faithful. And we really hope that you've been enjoying some of the exclusive content over here on our Patreon page. Uh, We've got a lot coming in in 2020. Now, I mean, a serious amount of exclusive content is going to be coming your way. Uh, So you did not pick a better time to be a part of the Patreon faithful. So we hope you guys can stick with us over this next few months and Over this next year or so, because we've got some proper, decent, exclusive material just for you guys here on Patreon. And again, I can't thank you all enough.